1: many other things goodbye and smooch good night bye-bye hey friendo steve here and larson and welcome back to going in raw the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash steve and larson available wherever podcasts can be found in the audio realm and of course taped live the twitch twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson, uh, where we currently have, according to my count here anyways, uh, 360 some odd viewers. Uh want to say shout out to them. Shout out to everybody who joined us for our AEW full gear live reaction stream over and, on the and YouTube. Shout
2: out, shout out to the enforcer, Stevie Bradley, for joining us. Uh, he's our third man brother. He's the third man brother. Reaction stream. He's really the glue that holds it together.
1: I absolutely agree. So shout out to the enforcer; he's fantastic. Uh, so yeah, a uh, quick note. Also, this coming week is going to be pledge week. We really yeah. should have come up with like a different name for it, like Frendo Pledge, Frendo. I don't know what is. What is? Do you, do you remember? Do like what is? Does PBS have like a? a like a proper name for it? They just call no, it Pledge they just Week. Call it Pledge Week. Man. Is that what they call it? NPR that's why I the name. Pledge yeah. Week. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, oh, that's fine. If it's good enough for them. It's good enough for I mean, me. It's first time
2: we're doing it. Next time we'll do it. We'll think of something clever. I guess. So Larson, I
1: explain Pledge Week for the Friendos, please.
2: So uh, uh, we're gonna make all our friendo Club TV bonus content, uh, ask Stephen Larson, power rank uh, some gaming stuff, classic ten for the wins. We're gonna make it free, gratis for uh, everybody. Mm -hmm. Usually those are reserved for YouTube channel members, patrons, and and Twitch subs. Mm -hmm. Not next week. They're available for everybody. The
1: Friendo Drive. That's a good one. GT Racing. But just for
2: next week. After that, not free for everybody.
1: Yeah, but you can still get access to it by becoming a Twitch sub, uh, a YouTube channel member, or a patron at $5 a month and up. Speaking of which, before we dive right into our AEW Full Gear review, now is a great time to give a shout out to our new patrons uh, Brendan O'Day, uh, Franzel Neekberm, uh, Jack Cleworth, uh, uh, Church Jackson's back, uh, Doug Porter, uh, Michael Carson, and, uh, the Singularity X, also Jordan Karma, uh, Jason E. Manning, Ethan Smith, Jamie Paul, and Brandon Anderson. Thank you so much for your support. Thank
2: thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Everybody that I just
1: listed, if you're over $5, you get access to Friendo Club
2: TV. Speaking of people getting access to Friendo Club TV, uh, Bacon Wasabi here on the Twitch, new sub. Uh, Mazleys, I think. Um, New Twitch sub, Snake Twisted, uh, Amma P, and am I up to date
0: here?
2: Uh, (gasps) Yeah, I will say for now, yeah. All right, cool. Let's get into it.
1: Thank you, everybody, for the support. We appreciate it. AEW so. full gear 2020s in the books. I think one thing we could both agree on is it was a lot better show than uh, than their last one, than Double yeah, or Nothing. Yeah, All Out was not great. Uh, all Out, yeah, All Out, sorry. Um, all Out was not great. Double or Nothing was fun. <clears throat> this had quite a few really, 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 really outstanding matches on it. Um, a lot of great, a lot of stories were advanced. We have a clear picture now. Things are kind of going the way we figured they would with Kenny Omega beating Adam uh, Hangman Adam Page to get mm-hmm. to John Meoxley, who successfully yeah. defended his AEW title tonight against Eddie Kingston. Uh, and then they had kind of a, a friendly encounter at the end. It was the most casual thing. Just some friendly trash talk. Kenny came out
2: post-shower, no shirt, as he seems to do fairly often mm-hmm. after his matches. Um, they announced that revolution is going to be February 27th, 27th. Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, that's a pretty good stretch between now and then it's not like it's early February. It's no, it's a pretty good stretch. So I don't, are they going to wait that long to have this match? they going to have like a super size, a super sized action packed dynamite where they have a title change. Um, I just don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know how they're going to wait that long for this match to happen. I don't know, you... because I say this. I say this because AEW generally, like they don't, they don't wait a lot. Like Brian Cage won that chip at at, at a double or nothing. Like two weeks later, he was having. He's supposed to have, like not two weeks, but it was a matter of just yeah. like a matter of weeks. He was having his title match against Mox that got pushed back because COVID stuff. Um, they don't wait around for that stuff generally. Right. Yeah. Generally, uh, maybe this is different because this is a huge main event bout. But at the same time.
1: Honestly, I don't know what they're going to do. I would like to think, I mean, it could be as easy as, uh, you know, Kenny shows up on Dynamite and sort of announces, hey, I've talked to TK, I've talked to Tony Khan, and at Revolution, that title's coming home. Mm-hmm. Um, and to 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 an AEW, I mean, they're all AEW originals, but like, you know, to to a guy who, who didn't made it, make his name in WWE. Yeah. Um, he can announce that and that can be a looming thing. Um, I mean, it, it could be a matter of him saying, hey, I don't care what you do with that title between now and revolution, but you're on notice and that's when I'm going to take it. And then that can go, sort of give him some freedom to to go off in a couple other directions between possible. now and then, it's entirely possible. Um, Let's because kind of
2: by, by precedent, that's kind of been said. They can,
1: yeah, no, I I agree, but know. this is a this is a big big deal. Oh yeah, it's
2: a huge. Match. I mean, yeah. all
1: all the other ones were, and I don't know. I mean, I I still think that Kenny's gotta be the guy, unless unless, uh, you know, between now and then, Kenny gets his shot. Hangman pulls some shenanigans. Uh and then and then Hangman's the guy to take it off Mox I don't know Revolution or not, but I don't know. I kind of feel like in in my own personal opinion, Mox's title reign it's 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 getting kind of stale. Mm-hmm. Um and I do think that kicking it up a notch with Kenny having the title seems like it makes a lot of sense. Um and I don't know what Mox's contract status is like or if he wants some time off. I mean, you know, he works one day a week, but still. Um I don't know. Or if he I,
2: wants to go perchance defend that uh, IWGP US title. Still there's that, that there's
1: that too. Maybe he's yeah, maybe maybe that's Kent a Kentus called him matter. out. So Yeah. So that's definitely a possibility. Um, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Maybe they'll have the match in two weeks on Dynamite so that he can do that. Uh so yeah I don't know I don't know We're, we'll I imagine we'll probably find out a lot more on dynamite I imagine they have yes. a plan in in place I would hope so Um so yeah I thought the uh the the Omega Hangman match was uh, was a lot of fun it was super yeah. physical Um and as was the uh the the eagerly anticipated tag
2: title bout between FTR and Young Bucks uh FTR I think they said in a recent review they want to make it an ode a tribute to Tag a Team Wrestling. It definitely was that. To yes, tag team wrestling.
1: Letter. It was exactly that. It was yep. loads of fun. I I for me, it wasn't necessarily up there with the uh, Young Bucks versus the Golden Lovers. Um because yeah. that match was made probably the best tag match I've ever seen in my entire life. This was really good. It was I gave it four and a half stars, dude. I thought this was outstanding. Yeah, it was really good. All the,
2: the shout outs to other tag team maneuvers. It was, was so fun. much
1: fun. I mean, they really yeah. did give it everything. That you would expect out of a Young Bucks versus FTR match.
2: And we'll get into it more in the match, but I like that they actually kind of embodied the Revival, now FTR's kind of mantra, no flips, just mm-hmm. fists. Mm-hmm. And uh, essentially, Dax
1: Harwood couldn't use his fist. Mm-hmm, yeah, And Nick Jackson couldn't do flips. It was very specific to their teams, this match. Yes. Um, yes. and I thought that they looked like they had a lot of fun with it. Let's just go ahead and get into it. I can't wait to get to Elite Deletion, by the way. Um, oh, man, that was, talk about fun. <laughs> that was But rad. that's surprisingly brutal. <laughs> yeah, the end was, like, shockingly violent. Um, so uh, the uh, the buy-in, the, the pre-show, uh, saw an NWA women's title match between champion Serena Deeb, and challenger Allison K making her day first day uh, first AEW appearance. Um, I have no idea if this match was meant to be, uh, I guess, an audition of sorts, sort of a showcase, uh, so that uh, the higher ups in AEW can sort of get a better view of Allison K. Now that she is a free agent, she is no longer mm-hmm. with the NWA, um, mm-hmm. which sort of makes this a goofy match in the first place, uh, or the premise of it kind of goofy. Yeah. That being said. I really, really, really like this match. Um, mm-hmm. I thought this was actually I'm a big fan of Allison Kay. I think she's great. Usually I'm 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 a big fan of her character stuff. Um I've always thought she's been a solid wrestler. This is like the best match I've seen from her. I think a lot of the credit of that goes to Serena Deeb. She yeah, is she's really good terrifically creative in the in the ring.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh so kind of one of the, the story beats was Deeb was working over Allison Kay's neck with a couple neck breakers. Uh, goes for uh, like a trap pile driver. Uh, K escapes that, hits an Alabama slam. That's what a Steve It moves, gets a two. Um, later on, Allison K hits AK 47. Uh, Deeb rolls out of the ring. Uh, Allison K goes to kind of re- get her back in the ring. Deeb hits a dragon screw. Um, as Ks is getting back in the ring, Deeb hits her finish. K gets her foot in the rope. Well, it's like I, what I thought was like a package pod jar, but it's kind of like a, a pedigree, but instead of double underhook, it's like a, like a, a package thing. Uh, Kay gets her foot in the ropes. Uh, and then uh, D blocks in the serenity lock for the win. Afterwards, Thunder Rosa comes down the ring, has a face to face with deep and uh, this match was great. Tons of fun. Uh, for the most part, I really enjoyed the AE, AEW women's title match uh, later on the show. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, the NWA women's title scene has like way more story going on right now than the AEW women's title scene, which the match tonight had basically very little story going for it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's just like they're putting a real microscope on, on kind of like how they're kind of dropping the ball. AEW is in terms Mm -hmm. of the creative, the booking of their women's division. When you have this separate belt, that's not technically part of their promotion having title matches. And like just the stare down between Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb,
1: like oh, I know what that story is right away. <laughs> yeah, they you know. Yeah that that ma- that match has it has history. <laughs> yeah. You know? Whereas yeah. why
2: is Nyla Rose facing Hikaru Shida? Yeah. Well, she'd have beat her for the title like months ago.
1: <laughs> ages ago, yeah.
2: And they never got around to doing the rematch, even though Nyla Rose was ranked like number one or two the whole time.
1: And and then and they just finally got to and it. commentary selling it. Like, she says, oh, hey, uh, she's saying that she's not going to wrestle again unless she gets a title shot. That was like last week. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't disagree with anything you've said. Um, I mean, look, it, there, there there are several ways you can look at this. Yeah. Uh, obviously AEW has been affected by COVID Obviously, I don't think that's an excuse at all for not having at least some sort of story that could have started four weeks ago to build to this where you see more of what's going on it was funny watching the the, the video package for the the AEW women's title match and just seeing how they're trying to stitch together what looks like a story because there really wasn't one Um, whereas with the NWA stuff you know, they've got, like, actual challengers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, dude, I don't know. I think that AEW, that's obviously their one weakness. Everybody knows it. That thats just it is what it is. I yeah. understand that they have a, a relationship with NWA. Um, but, you know, it is is—it is kind of weird that, like, number one, Serena Deeb, just an outstanding, so much fun to watch in the ring. She really needs to get back in the AEW women's division. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that sort of needs to happen. Um, I I would imagine, you know, uh, with certain pieces that you see in place, them signing some new people, it's going to start sorting itself out sooner than later. You would Um, hope so, but it's also been more than a year. They need to make it a dang priority. And when you see things like and I don't know, man, maybe it maybe he didn't mean maybe he didn't mean to say it like he did but when when anybody says i think it was chris Daniel said well you know it's hard to find tv time well that for your for a division for an entire division it's hard to find tv time that's kind of unacceptable right there
2: yeah it really is it really is
1: anyways uh yeah so that was that was a really fun match and i really hope i'm just putting it out there uh you know evidently cody listening to uh other wrestling sites hopefully he listens to us Let's get Allison K signed to a AEW, man, because she's terrific. You got that right. You got that right. You got that right. So after that, uh, we had a Kingston family interview. Uh, Bunny got some words in, then uh, Pentagon, then uh, Eddie. Eddie's great. Those are the notes oh, I took. So I didn't really he's hear so much of what he said, though.
2: Yeah, I didn't make note of it because it was on the buy-in. He had a
1: dead stare like to his face. It was great.
2: Yeah, he was very intense. He was uh-huh. in his own. Uh-huh. Uh, the main card kicked off with uh, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page. Finals of the Tournament, and a bit surprising, Mr. Don Callis. Yeah. Impact Wrestling's yep. Don Callis is on commentary. He said Kenny invited him to uh, do commentary for this match. Um, his lower third said Impact Wrestling, whatever his title is, Executive Vice President, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the match, JR put Impact Wrestling over, said you're doing a great job over there with Impact Wrestling.
1: Yep. Cody mentioned in an interview uh, during the media's lead up to this that uh, he says, you know, doors are open, bridges, bridges are, down. are down. Yeah, okay. He loves that. That's what he says all the time. Yeah. Uh, so, from what it, so impact, that particular door might be open. Uh, and then Carl Anderson in a Fightful interview, not in our interview, it's coming up this week with the Good Brothers and Rocky Romero, but uh, with uh, Fightful uh, said, That he expects within a year, Impact and and, uh, New Japan to have a relationship, which is actually really kind of surprising given their history on AXIS and and et cetera, et cetera. So, man, all these different companies, you know, putting together stuff to make the fans interested. Be interesting to see how that pans out.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, So this, as
1: one would expect... Was really good. The chop offs were were great, fantastic. Uh, really, really physical stuff. Uh, uh, Hangman kept on trying to hit his finish. Kenny kept on ducking it quite a bit, uh, or
2: hitting V triggers to counter it.
1: Yeah, but in the end, uh, Kenny hit uh, a, a, a fiercely contested one wing angel uh, with Hangman up there. He kept on trying to, you know, uh, ward Get him of off. It, yeah, and yeah. He, he hits that. What was the, the the pile driver? What was the pile driver that he did? Oh, the J driller? The J driller. That's what it is. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was pretty nasty.
2: It its on. Head just and there is a bit where Paige hits a pop up powerbomb on Kenny on the stage, gets him in the ring, hits another pop up powerbomb in the ring. Mm. Um, yeah, after that, Kenny hits a, a V trigger to Paige's arm, falls out the J driller, gets two. Kenny goes for a V trigger, misses, uh, goes for a German suplex. Paige flips out of that. Uh, he goes for a German suplex. He flips out of that. Kenny does. Page hits a lariat, eye gets a two, goes for a buckshot, Kenny ducks that. Uh, Page rolls him up, gets a two, and then uh, Kenny hits Page with a dragon screw, uh, a V-trigger. Page goes for buckshot, Kenny hits a V-trigger, then another one, then the one one doing the angel where Page was trying to fight out of it quite Mm a bit, Uh, but Kenny muscles him down to get the win.
1: Hangman's uh, descent into sadness continues, no doubt. Uh, probably, be, uh, you know, finding some solace in some booze perhaps tonight. Yeah. Some bourbon. Yeah. Uh, Chance, yes. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to track his story. After that, we had uh, <laughs> Orange Cassidy versus John Silver. John Silver's killing me, man. I don't know how I, – I mean, I know you, you've you been keeping up with being the elite. I keep on forgetting about it every week. Is he – on that show, is he trying to take over the Dark Order because everything he was doing was Brody Lee tonight? Uh, I, I don't know about so much taking over Dark Order as
2: just trying to appease. It's part taking over Dark Order, part trying to appease Brodie Lee.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
2: think it's kind of unspoken. At least, you know, I, I'm, I'm sh- uh, behind a couple weeks on on BTE, but mm-hmm. it's kind of an unspoken thing. Okay. Because, you know, he has his own John Silver in Allen Angels 5. Yeah, right. That's his John Silver, the guy you yeah. can't stand. Yeah. Um, But I guess now with Brodie Lee not around, maybe he senses a bit of a power vacuum at the top. Of the Dark Order, uh, and he's trying to fill it. Definitely seems consciously that way. or or not. Yeah, um, but because yeah, the finish of this, saw uh, him go for Brody Lee's finish, discus clothesline. Uh, orange ducks it, uh, hits an orange punch, beach break for the win. But there's a lot of really good, funny character stuff. At one point, uh, uh, Orange Cassidy has his hands in the pocket for his pockets for a good stretch, and then John Silver takes his hands out while he's on the mat, and then rips the pockets out of his jeans. Mm-hmm. Um. And then was like putting them in his mouth and like threw him out. It was great.
1: The jaw great. here says the Halloween episode of being the elite with silver just screaming was so good. Um, yeah. I, 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 I got to get back on that because something tells me he's, he's trying to become the new, Oh, he's so funny and I can't for, I mean, obviously that's going to pay off whenever Brody Lee actually does come back. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be good John silver is a hell of a wrestler, man. Yeah, he, he, can, yeah, he, he the way he could put together offense and a lot of it in such a
2: short amount of time is damn impressive.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah,
2: like there was that stretch where he, he hit Orange Cassidy with about five or six knees in about twenty seconds. It was mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, it was crazy.
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah, Orange Cassidy wins this one. Uh, Silver goes for Brody Lee's uh, discus clothesline. Orange Cassidy ducks it, hits his finishes for the win. Um, after that, we had uh, uh, Cody versus Darby Allen for the TNT title. Um, a good match. This was a really good match. I mean, dude, Darby Allen is one of the most fun guys to watch, and one of the most terrifying guys to watch. With the way he throws himself around, with the way he lets opponents throw him around. Um, I mean, that you know, the bit where he got thrown to the outside, and it's just you just hear dunk. Yeah, uh, it, it's really good stuff. The uh, the suicide dive uh, from Darby. Oh. Cody
2: had his back turned toward him. Yeah,
1: good. yeah. Cody had his back turned to him, and Darby basically tried to go through him. It was great. Oh, he torpedoed him completely. Yeah, there was the super crossroads from the top oh. uh, in which Darby ended up getting his hand into the rope. That was, a, That was God, that was huge. Um, Darby hit a stunner and a coffin drop for two. Then they sort of went through a roll-up sequence, and uh, Darby ended up getting the three. Yeah, uh, it was really surprising good. surprising Cody. And Cody, after the match, he sort of presents the title, he gets on a knee and he presents it to Darby and Darby's very emotional about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and eventually he accepts it. He's the new TNT champion, uh, which is, which is fantastic. I wonder if this match might've had a bit more, I don't know, surprise drama, whatever had Cody not left for, uh, and and dropped the title to to Brody. I
2: think, I think that's, that's, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think they tried to, Cover that somewhat, what by Cody just getting absolutely decimated. Yeah, by Birdie Lee. It wasn't. I mean, the first bout wasn't a competitive match. Birdie right. wiped the floor with him, you know. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was a situation where Cody already had one foot out the door, mm-hmm. you know, was was hubris, mm-hmm. um, didn't take Lee seriously, whatever. Obviously, he did the second time around. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I mean, Cody did what he could. He he was working over Darby's arm all over the place, mm-hmm. um, not enough to get the win. So afterwards while uh, uh, Darby's, you know, celebrating kind of. He's real emotional. Uh, Taz interrupts. He's like, cut the horse shit, pretty much. He says, I need a plastic bag to throw up in." enough with the emotions. <laughs> um, he says, take a, take both of your bitch asses to the back. Uh, and then Starks and Brian Cage attack. And then uh, Ricky Starks and Brian Cage both pick up the TNT tile at the same time, kind of playing some tug of war over bit.
1: it. A little bit, yeah. And,
2: and, and Taz steps in, instructs them to go lay out Darby. So Cage carries him over to uh, in, into like the crowd board, and there's a couple things I, they had about up last year because they played a role in uh, the Mox uh, lights, lights out match yeah. where they have these structures and they have plexiglass. And so uh, Brian Cage tossed Darby Allen through one of those. Um, uh, Cody tried to make the save, didn't really matter. Um, and at the end though, Cage puts Darby Allen the hood of the car. They're about to smash his arm with the car door, and then Will Hobbs runs in with a chair to make the save.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's a definitive no from Will Hobbs to join team Taz. Not into it. He's not into it. I knew that was going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, a lot going on there. You got Cage and Ricky Starks. I mean, they're two competitors. Taz has been complaining about Ricky Starks not being ranked in the top five, um, Mm -hmm. even though he's won 10 out of 11 matches. Uh, You know, Cage, obviously, he's the machine. He's he's always on the lookout for a title. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they're two competitors. Taz had to calm that down. Um <laughs> you know it'd be perfect if mm. Cody was like, Well, I lost this one title. We'll let Darby have it for a while until another good feud pops up for him. And then Cody just targets the FTW title and takes that off cage <laughs> Cody has to have a title, man. Well, he can't have the he can't have the top title, so
2: he's gonna uh, <laughs> the only solace he has is getting all the other titles. I Maybe mean, he'll win the tag titles by himself against the Young Bucks. <laughs> there you go. Um so uh, after that, we had a Natural Nightmares interview. they just hyping up their match against Butcher and the Blade on Dynamite this week. And it's going to be a bunkhouse
1: match. Yeah, well, Cody just got his ass kicked. <laughs> Dustin's out there. Uh, yeah, but yeah, bunkhouse match, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find
2: Then we had a women's title match: Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida. This match was fun. I just kind of felt like
1: their first one was great and really difficult to live up to. Really
2: great. I kind of felt like it was it was it was kind of what's the phrase? Too cute by half. Um, Because Nyla Rose does the bit where she hits her finish, and then rather than just cover Shida for the full three count, she waits for two and then picks her up. Mm -hmm. Classic heel maneuver. Mm -hmm. Um, But then Shida hits a falcon arrow off the top rope on Nyla Rose and does the same thing, which a babyface isn't supposed to do, unless it's hubris, unless they lose. Sheeta ends up winning, fine. Um, and if the idea is is Sheeta wants to prove that, you know, she's top of the pecking order, she's the champ, and she can pull that kind of stunt and get away with it, all right, but that's kind of, uh, 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 you know, whether you want your babyface doing... That kind of stuff. I don't know.
1: You know, why I'm cool with it, it just, man. It just,
2: it just felt like they were trying to extend the match. Essentially, that's what it felt like.
1: I, to me, it didn't. It to me, it, it. Yeah, this is what I like about it. It gives it gives Sheeta something to work with because she's she's like a blank slate, man. Like she's never featured. Ev- literally, everybody else in the women's division. It's the same thing they did with Rio. Everybody else in the women's division is featured. Except for the champion. I mean, Britt Baker, Swole, everybody gets more shine except for the champion. And it really is left, and everybody else has grown as a character. And I I, I, I don't disagree that it sort of came out of nowhere because there's never been the indication that she would be like this. However, I, you know, to not respond, Nyla Rose... Dropped her with that power bomb, and not just picked her back up. She gave her the double middle fingers. I yeah, they like. They gave her a shining wizard. Too. And what do we always say? Yeah, what do we always say? We don't like our baby face to be pushovers. Definitely, definitely. But he, I think I think especially because there's a lot
2: of other stuff going on in this match where Sheeta looked great. The aforementioned top rope Falconero, which is crazy insane. Mm-hmm. Like she she powered up Nyla Rose for several other moves. Like Sheeta, as an athlete, is. Impressive, she could do some impressive things in the ring. Mm -hmm. It just felt like a situation where, like, oh, they're just trying to add a little something here, which in three weeks might very well be forgotten, Mm -hmm. you know, because there wasn't the groundwork laid for it. Because she is basically never on TV, yeah. So it just kind of felt like, okay, well, yeah, maybe they're trying to add a a wrinkle to her character, cool, but that's kind of stuff that should be built to,
1: yeah. I'm fine with it. I thought it was cool. I thought the match was cool. Um and uh and yeah, to me it was like, oh, that's kind of nice. You know, she gets she gets her little, you know, her little takeaway there. Um And then apparently, well then so at the end. Because then by the end she beats the crap out of at a Nyla. I mean, at the end she unloaded. So like Vicky yeah. tries to get a kendo stick and the, the top rope fal- super the super Falcon Arrow was really cool. It was insane, um, man. Yeah, it was really cool. Vicky tries to get a kendo stick. Uh, the referee takes it away. Sheeta sort of pushes or runs Nyla into Vicky, takes a bump. Uh, Sheeta gets uh, Nyla back in, hits a falcon arrow. Multiple Shining Wizards, and then multiple just knees to the head and gets the gets the pin with that. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> at the end, Vicky gets in the ring and starts screaming at Nyla Rose after Sheeta leaves
2: and then slaps her. Mm-hmm. And then Nyla just takes, takes it. Takes it.
1: Doesn't say she anything. She just shakes her head and goes, okay. Yeah. And, and Vicky walks out. Yeah. She just takes it. Well, when when you have a point, you have a point, I guess. Again, that was something that I sort of appreciated because you expect, you know, the big monster heel to get up and be like, oh, you messed up. But she mm-hmm. just sort of took it. That, that's, a, that's a wrinkle there. that, I, that that's. Yeah. No, that, that I didn't mind. I mm-hmm.
2: thought that was an interesting development.
1: If this dude, if they're, I mean, look, if they say, hey, our women's division is dead. Let's throw some stuff into this so that we have something to go off of from now. Then I'm that's I'm cool. okay with it. You know, that's cool. Yeah. So
2: long as there is a plan, not yeah. a situation where like, well, we got to do something. Let's do this. Oh, I agree. And, if if they don't follow yeah, up with, it's all about follow up. It's a situation yeah. where three weeks there's no reference. Sheeta isn't doing this kind of stuff anymore. Then what's the point of it?
1: You know? Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, after that, we had the Young Bucks versus uh, FTR. Man. Like, like you said, it really did come off as my, my Steve notes didn't know justice to this because it really, although I did give it four and a half stars, um, it, uh, it, it was a love letter to wrestling, man. It was the young bucks were working over the fit, literally the fists of FTR because that's their thing. Meanwhile, obviously Matt Jackson has a big target on his knee, so they were going after that to eliminate reckon their it. flips. Reckon it, reckon, reckon it. it, yeah,
2: reckon it. Um, um, Cash uh, several uh, instances was just literally throwing his body around. At yeah, one point he spears Nick Jackson out. That was the shocking. Ring.
1: That was shocking. Uh, and then bumps. later on, later on, like as part of the finish, Nick and Nick had been the victim of that at one point you know early and on when cash tried to do it again yeah he was able to you know he was able to evade it and cash just goes flying
2: so during this match we see a heart attack we see the steiner's old finish we see uh 3d we see a twist of fate swanton combo
1: and diy oh yeah and yeah. diy's finished yeah. yeah i mentioned diy that yeah. was great i mean uh ftr did the whole they did the, the whole, whole thing. thing yeah the
2: whole thing that, that was, was pretty cool because there's no really um,
1: do. There's no FTR without DIY and vice versa. You know, like, exactly. man, classic. Matches. And I
2: also like how when the Young Bucks had the dual sharpshooters in. So uh, Dax was in a sharpshooter in the ring. Matt had a minute. Cash was in a sharpshooter out on the stage. Nick had a minute. They referenced again the FTR stuff. Mm-hmm. Remember the finish to there when FT, uh, DIY finally won that match when the titles um, where they tried to, 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 to hold the hands and stuff. I liked how they actually referenced that somewhat yeah, I know. during the course of this match. Yeah. Um, at the end, though, it wasn't enough. Um, so, uh, finish saw. So, Nick's trying to pull Matt into his corner. Uh, Cash super kicks him, and Nick tumbles to the floor. And so he pulls Dax to his corner, tags himself in, uh, super kicks uh, Matt, and then looks at Matt, looks at the ropes. Looks at Matt, looks at the ropes. It's like, all right. So he goes and does a springboard 450. Yeah. Eats Matt. Yeah. Not Matt Jackson. Yeah. The canvas. Yeah. Canvas. Um, Misses completely. Matt super kicks him to get the wins. Matt had his knee basically, or his leg destroyed this entire match. Mm -hmm. It was another, I kind of appreciate the dynamic of the Young Bucks, at least for the last five years, is Matt is hurt. Mm -hmm. Nick picks up the slack. Mm -hmm, Yeah. That's how it's been for For a long time now. Was selling back in you know way back in the New Japan days. Yeah. Um so uh FTR, they lose, Young Bucks win. Uh Kenny comes down to the ring, uh, embraces them. And I didn't notice this while we were watching, but people in chat mentioned that Hangman was kind of lurking in the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's interesting. Anyways, following this this bout, um, it's probably about I don't know, a half hour or sorry, forty five minutes, an hour ago, uh Dax Harwood tweeted um, quote physically and emotionally drained to everyone who's been on this ride with us. Thank you, top guys, out. So they have said that they were on, I, th- I believe, like a handshake deal, essentially. Uh, Not you know, according they have... to
1: kayfabe, didn't they sign an agreement? Like in the...
2: well, that's <laughs> yeah. Um, and they have mentioned they want to wrestle like the North. They want to wrestle a bunch of other tag teams around, so, yeah. you know, other promotions. Mm-hmm. So maybe they had their initial run AEW in the books. They had their dream match against the Young Bucks. They can go wrestle their teams now for a spell. come back around.
1: It's possible. I mean, there's still are there any tag teams that they didn't like obvious ones that they like did they wrestle LAX on a, on any dynamites? Did they get them? <sighs> I, don't I don't remember. Call. okay call. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see uh, if they if they stick around. If they, or if they actually do go uh, other places, I mean, FTR
2: they, in the Impact Zone.
1: FTR in the Impact Zone.
2: Yeah, because they said they want to wrestle the North. So
1: yeah, man. Yeah, That'd be something else. And they're, and they're the Impact champions right now.
2: Yep. So would not be surprised if uh, if uh, FTR does a bit of a tour of various promotions around the country, if not the world, for for a little bit. Then I'm, I would not be surprised to end back up in AEW with some unfinished business against the Young Bucks.
1: Yeah, yeah, they can kind of do what they want. I mean, that'll be interesting to see to see where they go. Um, mm-hmm. After that, we had Elite oh, Deletion. This was wild. Like we said earlier, it was shockingly violent towards the finish. Um, they referenced a lot of stuff, including the spot that messed up Matt Hardy in their last match. Um, yeah. Started with Sammy rolling up to the compound, to the Hardy compound in a golf cart. Uh, and uh, Matt was uh, waiting for him with a monster truck. Mm-hmm. So he crushed the golf cart. Um, so, so like uh, they get to. They well, get...
2: Before the match began, we just said, uh, get, get this in real quick. Before the match began, we see the shot of Sammy rolling up in the golf cart and they go, up, they cut to a shot of Matt by his house and he's yeah. on the phone with somebody. Yeah. And he's saying, I, th- I feel like I'd be outnumbered here. Uh, so uh, be ready to come at a moment's notice. Mm hmm. And that was it. And then we get to Sammy rolls up. He sees Neo one. Uh, he projects a hologram, Matt, Matt kind of uh, disables the cart, uh, the power of the cart. And that's where the monster truck comes in and all that stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They end up going to like a, a ring in the backyard. And, uh, that's where a lot of the action takes place. So LAX ends up showing up after Matt powerbombs Sammy through a table, uh, which prompts Matt. What was the, uh, the, the code word, uh, something about uh, water. Um, uh, this ain't water. This ain't water. This ain't water. So private parties waiting in their car. Uh, so they finally uh, come out to go help out Matt. Uh, Sammy ends up hitting a twist of fate. There's trench warfare with fireworks. So obviously there's fireworks always laying around whenever there's a heart. There's a, a deletion match. So like Sammy... Is like shooting off his own fireworks at Matt. Oh, Matt's it's so good. Matt's down in a trench shooting his fire, and meanwhile, there's like a legit wrestling ring and private party, and LAX are just having a match basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. in the ring, they all like get down because Matt's going crazy with the fireworks. That stuff was great. Uh, the next bit was like my favorite part of the match, and it was just you cut to so they're having a match, but meanwhile, Matt is chasing Sammy, um, towards the dome. And uh, and he's just lighting them up with fireworks. It was no, it's the lake of reincarnation. They were. Oh yeah, here. that's that's where they're going to.
2: Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah, and Sammy slips on some mud, and, that, mm. and 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 for a while, Matt kind of pulls up, and you shoot the fireworks in the air to, to see what's going on. He's like, "Oh, Sammy's fine." All right, <laughs> Lighten <laughs> him up, lighting him up. Hits twist of fate. He's about to send Sammy to the lake of reincarnation. Fucking Gangrel. Yeah. Shows up. He's got Hurricane Helms with him. Mm-hmm. So, a Private Party runs out to make the save.
1: Was this a Hardy- reference to like the last time they did a deletion match? It must have been in, in, in
2: TNA, I think. So Hardy eventually frees Shane Helms. They say, "Hey, it's been two—you know, hey, I finally got you out. It's only been two years." And then Matt says something like, "Well, that's long-term storytelling for you." Uh, and then Sammy super kicks Matt. Uh, Helms takes it to Sammy, but then Sammy ends up tossing Helms in the Lake of Reincarnation. Uh, Sammy and Matt go back and forth a little bit uh and helms comes back as i guess like as an interviewer
1: he was the reporter because that was his that was his uh, other identity when he was the hurricane it was that's like right clark kent thing yeah
2: yes um and then so uh sammy ends up tossing him back into lake of reincarnation matt and sammy go back to the ring now helms is back to be in the hurricane uh, now Santana has a bat. We get to see Gangrel hit a DDT. That was awesome. That was rad. The yeah. only thing missing from the Gangrel appearance was hearing his old WWE theme because that's one of the best. And and some blood and a, and, a, and a goblet, yeah. And a goblet. I know him laughing. <laughs> so uh, while all the action's going on in the ring, uh, Matt Hardy and Sammy they go back into the forest. Uh, uh, Santana Ortiz and Gangrel at that point are kind of beating up Private Party. They start chasing after Hardy. Uh, so they run to like the warehouse the the dome the hardy the dome. dome and as they're about to run in through the the open garage door scars the dilapidated boat falls over I guess trips the mechanisms so the ball the the door falls mm-hmm. leaving uh, xlax and Gangrel on the outside and Sammy and Matt locked on the inside and this is when the the, the level of violence escalated quite a bit
1: yeah so uh so inside the dome uh, uh so they go back and forth a little bit Uh, uh, Sammy puts Matt onto a table and right next to it, there's like a super, super tall ladder. So Sammy goes up that he hits uh, a swanton off the ladder onto the table. Uh, Matt kicks out of that. Matt hits a twist of fate and then spears Sammy through the ropes onto other tables that are down there referencing the spot that they did the last match. So, uh, Sammy, they cut to, like, what's going on down there, the aftermath. And Sammy has a giant pool of blood under his head. He's, like, bleeding from the mouth. So, it's a really gruesome bit. And even the music gets, like, super grim. Yeah. Uh, So, he does that. Matt takes a chair. Sort of picks him up. Takes a chair. And he, like, whacks it with him. But then he, like, hits him with, like, the, the, the... the seat, or I'm sorry, the back of the, of the chair, rest, the top yeah. of the backrest. And it was really just really well framed camera work because it was sort of behind him. And it looks like the thing hits him flush, but another angle, like it was just a really, really well done. Well, spot you see that Matt has guys.
2: his hand over where the contact was going to be made. It was just the perfect bit where he thrust it forward, right? As Sammy kind of lunges forward. and Sammy falls back right it, as it's about. It, it was but just, it, a, yeah, it
1: looked, it was it a perfectly, super a super perfectly coordinated bit by these two guys. Uh, but in real time, it looked like he basically destroyed his head with a chair. Yeah, and then so Sammy falls over. He gets a uh, Matt gets a chair and just like crushes his head with it, basically and, a concerto. Uh, yeah, and then uh, that's it. So that he gets three with that. Uh, afterwards, uh, private party come over. They help Matt sort of stuff his uh, Sammy's body into a garbage can. Uh, they roll that out, put it in a truck bed that is being driven by a Senor Benjamin so uh, Sammy Guevara evidently has been killed off of AEW, or we'll see him on Dynamite we'll we'll find out and we'll then out. uh private party uh, oh and then Rebby uh, is, is seen playing the piano she's playing them out while they're doing the replays yeah uh-huh and uh, uh hurricane Rebby private party and Matt all celebrate uh to to, to, to see us out yeah a pyro, there's more fireworks too. it was it was hilarious it was it was a little less like sort of Tongue in cheek, uh, and and a bit more violent. Uh, I I pretty I, I enjoyed this quite a bit. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, afterwards, we had a
2: Lance Archer promo. He just pretty much say he's he just wants to beat up everybody, anybody, and everybody.
1: Yeah, he said he I, I don't elite. care who you are, elite from a family, everybody dies. AEW.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that with MJF versus Chris Jericho, of course, if MJF wins, he will join Inner Circle as yes. will Wardlow. Yes. Um, so, uh, early on, Jericho, he rams MJF into a ring post, goes for a Judas effect, MJF ducks that, so Jericho in effect, Judas affects the ring post. Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. that point, MJF starts working over Jericho's arm, that's usually a strategy because his finish is a Fujiwara armbar. Um, you know, some decent back and forth. Uh, uh, the finish, though, was a lot of fun. So MJF catches a Judas effect, locks on Salt of the Earth. Jericho gets the bottom rope. Wardlow comes down the ringside. He hands MJF the, the Diamond Dozen ring. Mm-hmm. And, and Wardlow is distracting uh, Aubrey Edwards. So MJF swings at Jericho. Jericho ducks. And then Hager tosses Floyd to Jericho. And so Jericho stands there ref backs turn he's just waiting to clock Sam or uh, MJF with that, with that bat MJF just takes a bump flat back bump um, ref turns around oh she thinks Jericho hit uh, MJF with Floyd and Jericho's like no no no
1: no no no! I didn't do it I did do it MJF rolls him up gets the three count mm-hmm. yep yep and then yeah, uh, afterwards they shake hands and Jericho says welcome to the inner circle and you see Hager he's sort of staring at Wardlow a little bit you know his spot. But he's still nursing those those eyes. Oh, he still those, looks beat up. Those beat up eyes. Yeah, he took a. When was that bit? Was that like uh, it was last weekend. I was think. that a, last weekend? Wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I have to go back and watch. Yeah, the that way match, he walks, apparently. he just looks like he's beat up. Still, he looks like he's still, still messed up. Yeah. Um. After that, there was a goofy little bit where uh, uh, who was it? Kip. Sabian was demanding that Orange Cassidy apologize to Penelope Ford for what was going on last week.
2: And then he does, and he slaps him, anyways. And says, well, that's not good. That's enough.
1: not good enough. And then they just sort of saunter away. I don't know. And Miro is just sort of in the background. I'm like, man, you guys pulled Rusev. You really need to like feature him a little bit more, I think. He should have had a match at this freaking paper. He's freaking Miro, man. Anyways. He Miro. Yeah, after that, we had our main event. Mox versus Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match. Um, I think besides the uh, the finish, maybe just being a little bit on the anticlimactic side. I feel like maybe it was a matter of the TV direction, or maybe they could have uh, 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 made it last a little bit longer. Well, kind of the, I, the way I interpret
2: it. So what happened at the end is is. Uh, early in the match, Mox brought a baseball bat wrapped a barbed wire into the ring, mm-hmm. it, of course, and, and at one point, Eddie ripped a piece of barbed wire off it and was wrapping it around his hand, punching Mox with it. So uh, the finish saw Mox wrap that piece of barbed wire kind of around his wrist and put yeah. the bulldog choke on Eddie, so the barbed wire was around his throat. Yeah. Which, you don't want barbed wire around your throat.
1: Yeah, you, you might hit the jugular, yeah.
2: Yeah. I just didn't feel like that. And granted, com- you know, we were talking and, and stuff. And so the, the, the audio on the actual show wasn't that high. I just didn't necessarily feel like that aspect that was necessarily really sold like, oh, Mox is is is, is could potentially really mess up Eddie Kingston here. Yeah, and I, th- I feel like if that if that had been hammered home more, maybe that would have been more effective.
1: Maybe I do think that, look, I mean, the way they built this, the way they talked about it. I really thought we were going to get two crimson masks, you know, and yeah. and if you go, if you go, if if you stretch out the period of time that Kingston is in the the hold, and I mean, dude, you you mentioned, and I missed this shot, like the like they had a a macro lens sitting around. If you get a nice close up on Eddie Kingston, that That's dude like can he can act,
2: but also. A nice close-up of a little bit of a barbed wire poking into mm-hmm. the neck, you know, not necessarily breaking the skin, but just you see it's the, there. the skin coat it's there. Wire. Yeah, um, you hammer home that idea.
1: And uh, and we know that Eddie Kingston can put in a, a great performance. Mm-hmm. I just feel like maybe the TV direction, and then it was kind of like to me, it reminded me of when uh, when Charlotte beat Oscar in their first in their WrestleMania match. I was like, man, I really just wish the finish could have been. Extended Like if Oscar could have been in the figure eight a little bit longer before mm-hmm. she tapped out, I kind of feel like the same thing about this. Like, oh, he's in there and he can't get any the real sense of desperation.
2: I mean, ideally would be a great finish is Eddie's in the choke. You need to see like a trickle of blood running down his neck or something. If you, know? you could gig that somehow. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah. Like to really get the drama of it. Oh, like, man, he's he's about to get jacked up. Mm-hmm. Mox is going there. You mm-hmm. know, he's willing to jack up Eddie to keep this belt.
1: I mean, there was some cool stuff they did. I mean, there was some creative stuff they did. You know, the big uh, thumbtack bit where uh, Kingston put Mox into a bunch of thumbtacks, and then he went and got some rubbing alcohol and uh, and dumped that all over Mox. And we all know that probably feels like crap. Mm-hmm. Um, so there there were some good bits uh, to this. Uh, I feel like the you know on it. Look, if if the build really got me into this match, and that that's a success because a lot of times mm-hmm. with Mox, especially the build, it, it's a fifty fifty proposition. Um. So. Uh, so. Yeah. Was what it was. Uh. Uh. Mox ended up winning. We all knew that was going to yeah. happen.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know. At, at one point when Mox had that bat, he was he was taking it to Eddie pretty good, and he actually took it to his head and was doing the thing. And was trying to rub on there. And I don't know. You know. Usually when that happens, someone's bleeding, and Eddie was bleeding from the mouth and for, kind of from the arm, and Mox yeah. was bleeding a little bit from he his was. forehead. Yeah. But it wasn't a ton. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, there are some good spots. I love that bit where Eddie. Hits that uh back spinning back fist with the barbed wire. That was cool.
1: Yeah, that was really good. I like his uh, his back fist. Um. So yeah. No. Super good pay per view. I was really into. I mean, honestly, I know you mentioned earlier that it, uh, it it sort of dragged towards the finish. I for me, maybe I was just anticipating because of their last pay per view. It that pay per view really felt every minute of its whatever four or five hours. Mm-hmm. Um. This one didn't as much to me. I thought that the matches were way better this time around. Oh yeah, um, really, really super solid. Probably the best AEW pay per view of 2020 um, that I could think of. Probably. Double or nothing
2: was fun. Stadium Stampede was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, Stadium Stampede was a lot of fun. That was yeah, that was really fun. Um, so uh, so yeah. Anyways, there you go. There it is. Twitch chat. Stick around. We'll answer some of your questions for the rest of you. Thank you so much. For hanging out with us we appreciate it until next time we'll talk to you later goodbye be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash steven larson enjoy tons of bonus videos including patron only live shows gameplay and vintage 10 for the wins access to podcast question threads the friendo care package and so much more support going in raw today at patreon.com forward slash steven larson